the beast has come the final chapter begins and that's literally all that's written <laughs> that is a spoiler free summary <laughs> Episode of Pointless Discourse with myself, Apocalypse, and D Payne. Hello, which is hello in Afrikaans. We're in Africa now, and I don't know if I pronounce that right. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give me how to pronounce the word, the actual countries. Yeah, uh, this is when I usually ask you about announcements, but we recorded not too long ago. <laughs> but no, we we actually do have an announcement. <gasps> an announcement. Yes. Next week is actually I can't remember if it's this week or next week, but we're celebrating it next week. Well, when the episode comes out for you guys, our two-year anniversary. Time is flying. Of podcasting. <laughs> We've been talking just, on on recorded mics for that long. Yeah, well, longer technically. <laughs> well, I was that's why I said recorded mics because like some mixer stuff uh, yeah. does or does not exist. <laughs> yeah, true. Blood chicken exists still. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <A> bottle. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we've been talking that long. Uh, but also, I think next week, and feel free to shoot the sound if I got the timeline wrong. We're going to be uh, in a slightly different format on two different platforms. We're doing video. You can video. see our Yeah, you can see our pores. Actually, our I don't know. Pores. If my, I don't know if my video is that that good. I don't think mine's that quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have been thinking of like, hmm. I should take care of skin better. I should look into moisturizers. And that's as far as I got cuz I don't know where to look up a moisturizer. So. And that's completely fine. Like, I've been uh, thinking if I, uh, well, minus the fact that I'm in the market for a new car and stuff. Because I was like, oh, I have some, like, debts regarding me setting up things in my house. Maybe once I settle those, maybe I'll look into a dermatologist. Because mm. I have, I have, like, eczema on my face. So then that makes some products too harsh. But then, like, some of my skin isn't that sensitive. So then products don't work on that part of my skin. So it's, like, hard mm. for me to, like, <laughs> have, like, a nice overall thing that i feel like i can use but mm-hmm. um so i was like maybe i'll look into dermatologist stuff because at least them as professionals can be like this is what we do and i'd be like okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> we t- give your face an acid bath and then from there we take off the surface layer to have that nice fresh skin underneath <laughs> it'll be like you're a newborn baby <laughs> mm-hmm It'll just hurt for a very long time. <laughs> you Don't. know how babies barely look human coming out of the womb? That's what you'll look like, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, because I remember, <laughs> I think as a teenager, I did like go to a dermatologist for a bit, uh, and they were offering different peels. They are like, yeah, if you get this one, you just can't go in the sun for this long. I'm like, what if I have to go to school? They're like, hmm, that would be tough. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Well, it wouldn't be tough now because you could just do school online. That is true. Nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah we're gonna be doing video uh we're gonna be doing something i don't remember i i don't know what we're actually doing topic wise i there's been so many things oh my guys I thought, well i thought one was gonna be now that we've asked each other each episode of over the garden wall by the way go ahead and watch the episode 10 real quick before we jump into it um mm-hmm. uh that we're gonna go over, and since in video format, we can share our screen and go oh, over yeah, quizzes, quizzes together to see if us saying every week that we're the same person, <laughs> are we actually <laughs> that person? Yeah, we're actually changelings. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a changeling, man, I, I think I would have, I don't know what I would do, actually. I'd probably end up looking like one of my Dark Souls characters. <laughs> Those oh, you are wouldn't you wouldn't do the uh, the life of crime kind of thing? Make yourself look like other people to get away oh, with stuff. Just, sounds so like so much work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I have enough. That, like honestly, being a DM with be, as being a changeling would be amazing. Oh, different voices just slip in and out of whenever you want. Well, I guess technically I already do that. But it's like I could look like the NPC. Mm. And then it says, you look like this. And then I get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's like method acting. (laughs) uh, What was it? Tropic Thunder? I I don't think we're allowed to say the word that they say in that movie. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, speaking of method acting... Uh, you did joke earlier about how you enjoyed listening to random like news headlines about different celebrities. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that have a lot of opinions on whether or not you should use method acting as an excuse for uh, the kind of person you are. I'll, I'll just leave that on the table and you can l- imagine that as you will. I think I saw one where... Because <laughs> uh, there, was, there was like a thread, I think, of it like either this week or last week. And it was just like, what if you... <laughs> It's like everyone that talks about method acting is because it's a really crappy movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, like, uh, what was it? I'll name it. Uh, so Jared Leto was the Joker in the uh, Suicide uh, yeah. Squad films. I remember hearing that one. And yeah, and some people I've seen in like clips of interviews. Yeah, he would like put a bunch of r- dead rats in my suitcase in my trailer and leave it for me to find and say, ha ha, from the Joker. I was like. That, I don't think that's method acting. I think that's an mm-hmm. excuse to be a terrible person to your coworkers. Yeah. My favorite thing that I read about Jeremy Jeremy Leto, Jared Leto, is uh, someone wrote, Jared Leto made the worst DC film of all time, and now it's going for a double double header <laughs> with Marvel with Morpheus. <laughs> I saw I saw the the meme that was. Um, I don't remember the character's name, but it's the Star Wars guy that has the two-ended lightsaber. Darth Maul. So then he turns on the one half of the lightsaber, and it's uh, Jared Leto in the worst DC film. <laughs> and then he goes to turn on the second lightsaber <laughs> in the worst Marvel film. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. There was a movie that, like, it was a re- I don't remember the name of it, but it was really, like, it was a really weird, creepy vibe. But like, it he actually fit in it pretty well, and I'm just like, hey, like I can't remember what the movie is, and uh, it was a while ago mm-hmm. that I watched it, but it was just like one of those things. I'm like, as I would say today, it did not give comfy vibes. Like it, it was like, 
it was like the ending was just like, oh man, this is all cool and all this stuff. I'm gonna have to look it up just to find out what it is. But I'm just like, I remember sitting there and was like, one of these things ain't great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't even know if I'll be able to find it off the top of my head. I always forget that he was in. He was the singer for 30 Seconds to Mars, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's in that band. Um, he was in Fight Club. That's, I think, the first time I've seen him in the movie. And even then, I didn't realize that was Jared Leto until, like, a lot of years after I had watched Fight Club. They're making a Tron 3? What's Tron 2? Oh, is that the the one that just came out? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I just answered I haven't seen question. any of the Tron ones. But uh, <laughs> that that's uh, a video game movie. <laughs> yeah. That, uh... But that, um, um, what is it? Um, a oh, battleship is a video game movie. Oh, te- yeah. Sorry. Guys, uh, this will, this will make sense later in theory. In theory. You know, we've had our Halloween movie brackets. We've talked about different movie bar- brackets. If you guys would like the idea of a video game movie bracket, let us know. You know where to find us. Twitter.com slash pointless disco. Uh, the maybe once in a blue moon that I'm on stream, the consistent times that D-Pain is on stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I think I found the film, but I don't remember anything about it. Is, is this going to be like the cell all over again? Um, well, at least I'm you not... remember this one was unsettling, so. Yeah, but I can't remember why. Hmm. It's called Mr. Nobody. And I think it has something to do with time travel. Ooh, there's a new A24 movie about time travel I've been wanting to see. Uh, everything, everywhere, at one, all oh, at once. Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm always down to watch uh, A24. <laughs> A24. I, I think the thing that I remember that was... Oh, is this based off a book? Will this answer this question? I hope it's just No. Oh, it was. Oh, no, it was published in a book. Oh, he wrote. I don't know. Dumb dumb answer. But it's just like, if I remember the thing that made this weird, it's like Jared Leto's character is talking to this ancient version of himself or this just ancient person. I don't know. But, like, it's going through, like, his whole. Oh, wait, I remember what it was. <laughs> well, I don't know if people want me to spoil that, but... <laughs> I don't know. When did this movie come out? Is it outside the 10-year the ten, ten thing? Well, I was going to say, if this could potentially fall under a movie bracket... I, I, technically, I guess it could. It is a time travel movie. I don't know if I... Well, I haven't watched it in a while. Whatever. I brought the cell. Nothing will be worse than that. <laughs> No one quote this. No one time code this. <laughs> um, it came out in 2009. So. Um, yeah. Figure it out. Is that where you're leaving that? Yeah, because I'm like, I will admit, I haven't watched this movie in some time. Like... I don't know, years. So 
I'm like, well, I'll just I'll let it sit there, and if if it if I remember it, we'll 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 bring it back. No promises. Sounds so ominous. Well, I I don't have a good track record seeing how uh, I brought up the cell <laughs> <laughs> with movies I don't remember a lot of. It's so. made for good content. Oh yeah, it's the content that keeps on going and never ends. <laughs> but okay, so. Do we have um, any more tangents before we come back to anyone who wanted to rewatch episode 10 of Over the Garden Wall? Has We have chatted a bit. Um, I guess technically I, uh, I did say that I would share my D&D story at the beginning. You did make note of that, yes. It, I did remember it. Um, okay, there's a lot of links open. So I can sum this up pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, so I was playing D and D with my with my friends. I this is like a non-streamed game. I got invited over, and I was like, I'm like, okay, well, just let me know, like, because I know you guys started a new thing. They started Icewind Dale. I don't know if you have played Icewind Dale. I'm running Icewind Dale right now. Okay, so I will not spoil what I rolled at the beginning. So. Actually, oh no, I'm I'm the DM. So yeah, uh, well, like I I understand that, but I was like for other potential people, I was like, no, but it's it's kind of important. Okay. To for what people need to know. Um. So anyway, I. Uh, so real quick, um, my my character that I made, um, is uh, well, I think when Hop made her character an Alwyn, I think I mentioned to her that I was like. I want to play an Alan so bad, but I never play. And then I got to play, and then I had to pretty much um, nerf my my Alan. So that so I have an Alan that can't fly because mm. they didn't want to deal with that. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, it's small, so I can use my party members as a mount. <laughs> perched on their shoulders <laughs> yep and uh i'm a monk so i am an old owlin monk that's very short like probably the size of yoda oh so like the three uh, feet range yeah, yeah yeah so like i'm um i'm a i'm a small boy a small old man um that can't fly <laughs> just <laughs> grumpy so anyway we we start off and it's like okay i need you all to roll a d20 and so everyone rolled theirs. I rolled mine. I got a natural 20. All right. So everyone, and, and for anyone that doesn't know about Icewind Dale, you, uh, I, I think it's an optional thing where I don't, or if, I don't know if it's required, but you roll a d20 and then it kind of gives you a little, little, little thing that a little secret about your character. Well, mine's not very secret because uh, I rolled a natural 20 and that means I have natural cold resistance. I don't need to wear warm clothing, uh, and I have resistance to cold damage. Mm-hmm. So, and for anyone that doesn't play D anD D, resistance to cold damage uh, means you just take that damage and cut it in half. So, fast forward um, to me being told multiple times I cannot set a village on fire because they sold me moldy fish. Um, we. We did this whole plan to get this dude that I don't remember his name of, and we did. We fought him, and 
I I remember turning to the other groups of the people because I got hit, and uh, the DM he like he I was I knew I got hit, and I was like I looked at everybody, and I'm like, guys, don't worry. I really like this character, so he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and so, which he crit and went over my threshold uh, hold of health. Right, right. Like, and for anyone who doesn't know, massive damage rules. If you're, if you doubles your total max amount of HP, your character's just dead. Yeah. Which we were level one. So it doesn't <laughs> so, take a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty-seven points, or, or I think it was not twenty-seven. I think it was like twenty-one points or something like that. Um, I did have, I did roll have like uh, the monk did have a few things that boosted my HP. And uh, I did put points in the Constitution. But it wasn't so, enough. So, yeah, it wasn't enough. I'm like, okay, I'm dead. <coughs> Whatever. I was like, guys, it's fine. I, I tell the DM all the time, feel free to kill my character. It's no problem. So I'm sitting there, and like we still had like an hour left. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to make a new character, or at least start brainstorming. Because like, I knew as soon as this combat was done, we were going to move on. Right. And so, like, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I was like, hmm, I could do an artificer. That sounds fun. And so, and he sent me, like, we were talking in Discord, so I was like, I'll just send, like, is he okay with me being an artificer? Um, I'll send it to him in Discord. Well, the last thing he sent me was my natural 20 stat card I rolled. To where I asked, hey, buddy, real quick, is that guy doing cold damage? And he looked at me, and he's like, what the? And then his face was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then he looked down, he was like, uh, and he's like, I was like, uh, and he's like, why? And, like, everyone was just real confused. I'm like, guys, I rolled a natural 20 on that stat thing. I have resistance against cold. And he's like, like, three quarters of that damage was cold. <laughs> so I was still down and then he's like okay and I was like well what do you want me to do like I'm not dead now and uh and so like I joked around it was like my head turns because I think they said like he cuts off my head and <laughs> I said like yeah my head turns around it's like I ain't done yet sucker. <laughs> <laughs> horrifying Just, yeah and so it turns out that uh we did that but then he's like okay well Roll to see, like, if you stabilize or not. And then I rolled a natural 20 to where mm. he was saying, like, well, if you roll a natural 20, you're stabilizing at 1 HP. And he's like, and what he just said exactly happened. Everyone is disgusted and freaked out. Because <laughs> 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 it's like this tiny creature you thought was dead. Just literally just around. <laughs> yeah, just, like, twisted his head, like, over, like, 360 degrees. I'm like... <laughs> and so... They pretty much did that, and then, and then, I, I did save the day. But I'm not going to spoil more of that fight for anyone who wants to play it because, really, I remembered one specific thing the DM said, and then the other stuff was just me being chaotic, playing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much saved everybody. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's me as a player. 
All I did was roll natural 20s and natural 1s that night. It was amazing. There's never an in-between. As soon as you yeah. crit in either direction, you're just going to keep <laughs> critting <laughs> in some direction. Yep. Yeah. And now, you guys have watched the episode twice. I hope they you enjoyed that story time. Mm. Yes. So then... Um, so that's the episode, were... guys. We'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you are being kind, trying not to do spoilers for Icewind Dale, but we're going to spoil everything about Over the Garden oh, Wall yeah. now. Well, it's all done. Ice... Yeah. <laughs> I almost said Over the Icewind Dale. <laughs> Icewind like Dale saying still, uh... Over the Gravity Falls the other yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to talk about Icewind Dale on the podcast. Well, I guess technically <laughs> we did, but we're not going to go in in depth. Um, yeah. Episode 10. I forgot where brain was going. But uh, episode 10, and guys, Hop told me, D-Pain, I'm tired of carrying you through this. No more questions. Well, there's so much in this episode that I realized last episode there was also a lot. But because of the questions, we kind of like skipped around in the episode rather than kind of just talking through things as they were happening. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yep. So, you ready to roll your dice? Oh, Yes. If Let's it's not see. obvious from us talking about our D&D shenanigans, we like tabletop role-playing games, and in those, you roll dice to see what order you go in. I want to roll and the galaxy die. I did not roll great this week, but I'll wait till you say what you got. I got a number. One number? A, only one of them? Only one. I got one through 20. I got a nine. I got a five. <laughs> a nine to five job, everybody. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so yes, so D-Pain, you can go ahead and jump in first and start off with a synopsis of okay. Gold Episode 10. I like the synopsis that they put on the wiki. The beast has come, the final chapter begins, and that's literally all that's written. <laughs> that is a spoiler-free summary. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess a quick overview is uh, where... Uh, is looking for Greg. Uh, actually, I think it starts off with Greg just <laughs> being Greg to the beast. Yes. Which is just also funny to me. Um, yeah, so we see a little bit of that. I'm just going to keep it real general because I feel like we're, we're going to end up going point by point as we go talk through this. So we see a little bit of Greg-beast uh, interaction. And then we have the party re-meeting with uh, Beatrice uh, crashing into Wirt and <coughs> Jason Frogenberger Berker, um, as they're going through the forest. Excuse me. And then uh, we see another character show up, uh, uh, the woodsman, who also, and all these, all these parties seem to be converging in the same area to where we go and um we finally uh Wirt sees Greg in in tree form and uh, or not total tree form but is uh is going into that form and uh and you know what and then there's things that happen which I don't know it's I feel like we can uh dive deeper into that like pretty much it's the Wirt beast showdown and then there's some stuff that happens after which I figure we can go, that would be a fun little, when we get into spoilerly stuff. Okay. So. 
<laughs> yeah. There's a lot that happens in this episode, but it's not like like babes in the in Dreamland or whatever it is, like where it's like every minute there's something different happening and uh <laughs> and other stuff. Um it's uh there's a lot that is going on, but it's like a lot more of like finishing stuff. Yeah, it ties up a lot of the ends very well and also kind of uh even though there are some bits that are like open ended, it's it's not bad. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's done in a way that is very satisfying as a viewer. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So well hop, I have a question for you then. Okay. But I looked at my notes and uh figured this would be a good thing is uh, what do you think about that uh greg beast were interaction time uh, <laughs> it was very greg mm-hmm. <laughs> first and foremost because it's very much him kind of sitting there and kind of it almost feels like he is taunting the beast without meaning to because mm-hmm. he's very much like I got you what you wanted. This is what you wanted. And the beast is like, close enough, I guess. Not really, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I I was going to say the other thing for me that I've uh, felt while watching that scene is just that it kind of, it's like you said in the last episode, where Greg feels more unhinged in like the flashback and that perspective of Greg versus in this world where he, even though... he's acting like he doesn't know the answer he comes to a conclusion very quickly right Mm -hmm. like the whole um put the sun (laughs) in this cup and greg's like that's not possible and he's like i don't know the sun's setting right now and greg's like okay here's the answer did i do it and the beast is like good enough for me and i was like Mm -hmm. how did he come up with that in like a second (laughs) because greg is greg is actually the overseer of this world (laughs) that's why he was allowed in cloud city yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like the. Like it's funny that you said taunting. I think what I wrote was Greg was annoying the beast. <laughs> where it's like, as you said, said. Oh man. Okay. Well, my other video just finished rendering. Thank you. Um. He wasn't like. Greg never actively tries to to be. When Greg actively tries to, like, annoy or trick or do something, he is very, like, it is on surface level. Because, like, like uh, pretty much, like, I want to see the ghost. Like, like is a good example where he's just like, yeah, I want to see the ghost. Let's go see the ghost. I don't want to, yeah, whatever, ghost. <laughs> and just keeps talking about that. <clears throat> but, uh, but, yeah, in this one, it's just, as you said, like, He's able to come up with the solutions like, oh, this, bing, bam, boom, there, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's just like, I'm just, even though like the beast doesn't sound annoyed, I'm like, part of me just wonders if it's on some level where it's just like, he's just like, okay, here's this task. And he's like, yep, here we go. There's the answer. And it's just like, Greg's just like, haha, yep, yep, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> like, uh, the beast is putting on a face <laughs> and then it's just like in terms of like how is he able to do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like the first one he's like did you bring in the golden comb he's like i have honey he's like that's yeah. not a comb he's like it's a golden honeycomb and the beast is like <laughs> acceptable <laughs> yeah 
Like he does, he doesn't show that he's frustrated, but he's also not exactly pleased. Mhm. Yeah, so they did that and <clears throat> what else did he do? Uh Um Wow, brain died. Yeah, and then the cup thing. But then there's like the line at the end where he's just like, he's like, I'm never going to give in to you. And he's like, they all say that or something along the lines of that where he's just like, heck with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah, that's what it was. He's not scared of anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, told him to retrieve a golden comb, which was actually a honeycomb, and a spool of silver thread. Which is really a spider web on a stick. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is what he brought. Which, where did he get those things in the middle of winter? I don't know. Everything looked desolate and empty to me. But you know what, Greg? Mm-hmm. But Greg, Greg is, is Greg. He's got, he's got a bag of, he's got Barney's bag, but instead of crafts, it's just random garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it says the bees t- tells Greg to put the sun, in, sun in the cup for him. Uh, yeah. Oh, apparently, uh, uh, according to the wiki, like the beast tricked him for putting the teacup and the sun in the teacup. Oh, did he like guide him to the answer? I don't know. I guess so. It is what it is. Like, I don't know what it really tricked him to do, but it is what it is. But yeah, but then, uh, yeah, so there's that. But like at the same point while all that's going on is when Greg and, and Beatrice, sorry, Wirt and Beatrice meet up. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, it's, and uh, it, oh, I definitely want to get your, your take on this, but it's just like, at this point, I feel like, if we look at the show as a whole, um, getting up to episode 10, Wirt has slowly trusted Beatrice and slowly trusted the people around him. I think it's episode six or seven when we find out uh, the Adelaide in the wood. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's seven. Anyway, but like finds out that was like not real and was a trap. It wasn't a tr- yeah, it wasn't a true means of getting out of the area yeah and he uh pretty much loses trust in everything Mm -hmm. and then it's at here for greg it's like reopening up like the lines of like okay i i don't know if i fully trust you but let's like it's starting to rebuild those levels of trust like not between him but like between like other people as well like you even saw at the end of episode nine where he's like come on jason we got to go find greg yeah he's, he's, he's like, taking care of uh jason because uh was he awake when greg asked him to do that or was he still in his sleeping haze where i can't remember i think he might have been in a haze like where he was half awake maybe mm-hmm because that is one of uh, Greg's last words to work before he goes off on his own is, uh, please take care of him for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was just interesting to see, like, the journey and, uh, like, the start of, like, him rebuilding the trust. But also, like, 
a common theme that is throughout this whole thing is where you literally have no confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. And then it's like this episode, he's like, for for Greg, I will, <laughs> I will have the confidence I need to do these things. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of growth form for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think. So then, uh, so yeah, Greg gets to mess with the beast, and then shortly after messing with the beast is yeah Beatrice uh, catching up to work to try and find Greg, and then I'm trying to remember the timeline for myself. <laughs> do you want me to send you, Aaron? I'll send you this link. It, it pretty much goes. Oh, it gives a good bullet step point. Step by step. That's why I'm like how I'm reading it. Like. Uh, Pretty much gives us step by step. Uh, wow, so many words. Yeah, just each paragraph. Like I'm just scanning through it. So like everything we just talked about is on that first paragraph. Oh, okay. So then, then the woodsman comes back in. Then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, what <laughs> did you think uh, of? I guess I'll summarize it this way: as the big reveal regarding the lantern. Well, it does. I don't remember. Does it mention? I thought it mentioned earlier that, uh, yeah, I guess it's um, early on when they mentioned that, uh, I think they say his da- daughter's soul is in the thing. Is that ever mentioned early? They hint, the woodsman says he's doing this for his daughter. And then in the very, is it, I think in the very first episode, you have the silhouette of her dancing in it. Or there's a, there's a few shots of the silhouette dancing in it when the woodsman is talking about why he's burning the oil in the first place. But yeah. then here you have uh, Wirt actually, like you said, he says that he finally needs the courage to go save Greg. He has the actual courage to kind of face the beast himself when the woodsman himself is kind of still unsure of how to face him, right? Because basically mm-hmm. at this point, the woodsman is just like... I didn't know this is what I was doing. And the beast is like laughing at him. Yeah. And then you have work kind of taken upon himself to put his own pieces together in his mind, get the courage and say, you know what? Is this what's actually happening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but I, uh, I can't remember the first time what I, what I thought, but it was like, um, it is a good switch. Like, uh, and it makes sense of, like, keep me alive through trickery. Mm-hmm. It's a good D&D plot yes. that I'm going to steal. <laughs> so, so essentially, uh, for anyone who wanted a reminder, it's that Wirt stands up and challenges where the beast gets very aggressive when Wirt takes on the lantern. Because I think the beast threatens and says, if you want to save Greg, you have to essentially become the next woodsman forever mm. harvesting wo- the Edelwood, which in turn the Edelwood is actually lost souls yes. in this area. Because uh, the woodsman only realizes it seeing Greg being turned into a tree. And then War is like, you know what? You're making such a big deal about this. Is this actually your soul in the lantern? <laughs> and the beast is like, no. <laughs> yeah. no. That no. doesn't like all light disappear. Yeah, he like absorbs all of the light around him and then tries to act scary to scare Wirt out of it. And then Wirt's mm-hmm. like, "All right, if it's not you, let me blow out the light." The light. And he's like, "No." <laughs> yeah. That's that's when the light goes out <laughs> like yeah. all around. It's like, "No, oh, I'll do you." <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Uh so yeah, so that altercation happens, and then the woodsman is like, oh, "What?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um so then reading over the wiki again. 
Well, like, um, what is it? At that point, he kind of gives them the option of, like, well, he gives it to the woodsman. But I think this is the, is it the part where he, where where it shines the light at the beast and we see. We get to see what it actually looks like. Yeah. I spent so much time trying to pause it to get oh, a good Oh, I paused look. it the f- after I saw it happen the first time. I paused it exactly right the second time. Oh, I was man. like, oh, I'm a wizard. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like multiple tries. I'm just like, ah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got it, and then I accidentally <laughs> hit play again. <laughs> and I was like, ah, come back here. <laughs> I tapped too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like... Uh, it was pretty much like it looks like a Dark Souls enemy, <laughs> but it's like it a does, whole bunch yeah. of uh, it's a whole bunch of faces grafted together in agony. Actually, I take that back. It looks more like a Jinji Ito monster. Mm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the un- interesting thing is that like they're all the same uh, hues as the Edelwood. Oh, good point too. Yeah, and then yeah, like he has like uh, a big scary face on the top, which is where we see the eyes and like the impression of the antlers, and then yeah, everything below that is just the impression of screaming faces smooshed together. <laughs> so, question for you: Did those eyes remind you of anything? Uh, I did <coughs> not pay that close attention, even though I was able to get it to pause. Let's see. Will this show up if I send you this gif? Um. Uh, come on give me what i'm looking for there we go when uh, <gasps> the beast yep there you go <laughs> so the beast when he's getting very mad his eyes glow in a few different shades and it's the exact same eyes that the dog has in the beginning when after when the dog eated the turtle, oh, eat the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, beautiful eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's I remember that because it's one of my favorite lines, and then I also because I posted that gif when uh, or gif whatever it gets called now uh, when we uh, first talked about that episode. Yeah, yeah. You have beautiful eyes. <laughs> um. Oh, that is neat. Um, yeah, but then because of uh, Wirt basically scaring off the beast, then they get to move on to the next portion where Wirt is able to free Greg. And then you can take it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does it. Okay, next part. <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't there also a line where he starts like pulling the le- the trees off and like Greg's just like, no man, it's all good. Like. Uh... I think he says something like, I shouldn't have eaten those leaves or like yeah. something oh, really that, silly. That's right. Because, oh, because they come up and he coughs and leaves come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And Beach is like, oh, no, they're inside. And it's like, no, I just ate the leaves. There's <laughs> <laughs> something on the lines of that. And, uh, yes. What's, what is interesting, I, I guess just to, to backpedal for a second, is that um, the woodsman meets gets there before Greg does. Yeah. I mean, before work does, and they have a like a big old fight, um, and uh, and that's when work shows up, and it's just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and that's when the woodsman shines the the lantern at the beast, and then blows it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so 
this uh so pretty much as we were saying the uh, the thing that I, the one item that I, I messaged Hop in the very beginning of episode one, we can now fully reveal the D pain theory of uh, that where a lot of things line up, even if they're not the intended um, purpose. Uh, because after Wirt frees Greg, they leave, and then we see the thing with the beast and the woodsman. To where we come back into the real world, Greg wake sorry, Wirt wakes up, dives down, grabs Greg and I guess technically the frog, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and pulls him out of the pond, and passes out as people with flashlights run run to them, uh, cuts to them in a uh, ambulance, and uh, they wake up in a hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. To where they're surrounded by their friends, and everyone's just like, and I, I think, at that point, it's just like they, <laughs> it's a uh, confused. Like everyone's a little bit confused at that point, but like Greg is running around like he's fine. But uh, I figured what we can do before we get into, well, I don't know. I don't think uh, the rest of that scene because the next part is like the cameos. Yeah, um, just kind of like wrapping up everything. Yeah, the so pretty much Sarah is just like, hey, I found this like uh, tape in my pocket, and he's like, he's like, I don't know, I don't have a tape player. He's like, yes, you can come over to my house and watch it, or, or come over my my place, and we can listen to it. Maybe not that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work up Maybe, to it. Yeah, we'll work up to it. <laughs> but it's just like super confident answer, and then immediate back pedal <laughs> just like maybe not that one first maybe you can listen and build up to it <laughs> but uh yeah it's like the journey has gone through but that is not my my theory that i wrote uh my theory is that the unknown and all that is there is uh like a coma where we are looking at wort we're traveling through this world as wort's perspective and his journey inside his brain while he's in this coma and like a few things like word is definitely and and hot feel free to jump in because i'm not sure if i remember everything that i we brought up (laughs) it's been like oh we've been talking about this for two and a half months (laughs) 10 weeks yep uh but yeah there's like a lot of the stuff and a lot of the things that move the plot along are word based all the issues that they deal with um, are based around work of not having self-confidence and trusting others and like not thinking that everyone is like out to like no get out of here nerd and Mm -hmm. like which we especially see in episode nine while the other main character greg even though he's important and he's there he does not seem to get the same character growth focus as work to where I believe that Greg is like kind of the catalyst with Wirt together moving forward. Kind of helping helping him grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, other things I'd point out are if you kind of like on their rewatch, it's pretty interesting to see where some of Wirt's perceptions of things that are happening around him uh, while he's like in between consciousness. Uh, reflects in kind of the world itself like he uh, uh, I think in 
I guess one of the more recent episodes, we talked about them being fished up by the fish in the boat, which is how they were rescued from the lake because they uh, they were able to swim up to get oxygen, but you know they didn't get out of the lake all by themselves. I think they see like a bright light or something, uh, and then the boat comes to get them. Uh, and then some other like phrases and things that happen in this like perceived world also kind of align with events. But again, like you said, we've been talking about it for weeks and I can't remember each instance, <laughs> but like things carried over like the rock for the rock facts is actually something that Greg was doing before they passed out. And even mm. when they rescue him from the Edelwood, he makes a comment like, can you give this back to where I stole it? I'm a bad kid which sounds very remorseful and like end of times but where mm-hmm. it was like no we're getting out we're going <laughs> we're gonna <Yeah. laughs> be fine buddy mm-hmm. like he becomes the big brother he <laughs> like he know, thought he wasn't word. being yeah 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 and uh yeah and, like the costumes like make sense mm-hmm. of like because that was the last thing they were wearing um the the thing is that like kind of the vignettes at the end like kind of show i guess they um i guess like the fact that this coma world which is like i guess the magic of not guess this is the magic of under, over the garden wall where uh there's this is like the limbo of souls connecting because there's people from different time periods and different like areas all co-mingling in this area. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I know there was something else. There's like a few other things that stuck out that that I'm like completely forgetting on. Of like, was like, oh man, coma. <laughs> but we're like, save this to talk about later, and then we did not yeah, save and it we to talk forgot. about later. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. But in short, everything that we said, like, oh man, this for the well, okay, the water falling in the water, that was something that we kept writing up. And the reason why we were like, oh man, there's water, which we kind of mentioned in nine, is like him falling into the water and th- like just being surrounded by water the whole time and just kind of different images of water was like that's where they were for the majority of coma time until mm-hmm. it went to the hospital. Um, yeah, it was the traumatic event essentially. Mm-hmm um the the love story of uh endercott and ghost lady also aligns really well was like how endercott like endercott's way he was acting is not one for one but very similar to how greg was pursuing sarah like this <laughs> this like unattainable thing oh where you mean Oh, did I say Greg? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Greg does have a little bit where he's he's not pursuing Sarah, but he's like, I'll help you with Sarah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess in that episode, Greg is kind of acting in the way that Greg does in the real world because Wart mm-hmm. does yell at him like, you and your dad keep trying to force me to join activities that she's part of, which in Greg in that episode is like, let's go find the ghost. Go, go to the ghost. We're going to get to the ghosts, <laughs> which mm-hmm. in... If we want to say Endicott and Wart are kind of mirrors of each other, Sarah <laughs> is a mirror for, um, I don't remember her name. French lady. Yeah. Um, Langtree, right? Uh, yeah. Something like that. 
I'll find out. Miss Langtree. Wait, no, Miss Langtree. No, Langtree is the, a the, teacher. The, the sad teacher. Yes. <laughs> um, Margaret Gray. Ah, uh, yes. Margaret Gray. Is there a T for called Endercott? Because there's like Gray, Gray Earl. I was just wondering, since they both did T, I was wondering if there was like a play on their names. Oh, on their names. I do remember you saying that his name appears on a gravestone in the yeah. graveyard. Mm -hmm. Which would have been one of the last places that Wirt was conscious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... But yeah, so they wake up and they do do the things and but yeah, that was pretty much like thing that I thought in episode one of just episode one shows like a lot of like similarities, like because they're both like, how do we get here? I don't know. <laughs> it's just like we're just here, and it's just like, and it was just very vague of like we would have, we're just like, I. I was chasing after you. I think it was like kind of something that Wirt says to Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it's still very, it's like all vague. And then, I don't know, maybe as memories are coming back or as he's getting close to waking up and I'm realizing what I'm saying is a very Hollywood portrayal of comas. Um, <laughs> but, the cell. <laughs> yes. Uh, the top tier example of comas. Oh my goodness. Um, Look, Greg didn't need a Twizzler suit. Neither did um, whatever his face is. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I will say, so while we're kind of on the topic of them waking up and like coming to and, you know, we're having kind of like his own growth journey. Like at, at first you think it's a journey with him and Greg, but you find out it's more like a personal journey. My mm -hmm. favorite part that kind of helps cut a lot of the emotional stuff happening is Greg, like you said, acting like nothing ever happened. I was like, this is Jason Funderburger, our dog, our, our frog. <laughs> our frog. And Me. then Jay yeah, Jason's like, our frog. He's like, no, not you. Yeah. <laughs> no, get out of here. <laughs> this is not your story, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh me <laughs> oh that was the other thing like where even though the frog was in we said that the frog <laughs> like jason sounds like a frog um <coughs> excuse me but uh yeah i wish i could remember more of the specific examples uh we were like oh yeah we'll definitely talk about that or bring it back up but i can't remember it um yeah, the overarching thing that we really focused on was the idea of it being more... The setting is, uh, it seems like a general fantasy setting, but instead it's kind of Wirt's inner processing. <laughs> yeah, which, like, I guess another thing is um, the reason why Wirt can't leave when Greg is allowed, and they're like, oh, the, the Edelwood is already taking hold. And it's like, well, yeah, he's... The whole thing with the Edelwood is like kind of that losing that hope, and well, as we were joking earlier, the Hollywood portrayal of coma victims waking up is like either lose like having hope or remembering and stuff. And mm -hmm. if he's losing his hope, that would probably like, well, yeah, no, he can't leave yet. Also, they were contracted for at least another three episodes. <laughs> 
goodness. Um, but yeah. So then, uh, is there anything else uh, you wanted to bring up about him waking up from uh, everything? Um, no, except that my headphones are about to die. Give me one second. Oh, no. I'm just gonna plug them in. But uh, yeah, I think we covered it pretty well because we talked about he uh, at least gets a date with Sarah. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg tells Jason to shut up. <laughs> um, it's a bummer that Egg Girl isn't there. <laughs> Your favorite. We know you're an egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're all there uh, at the end, which is which is fun. Yeah, and then um, okay, so then you know everyone's mostly everyone's there visiting and checking in on them because again, it is an interesting perspective because Wart this whole time is believed nobody cares, right? Mm-hmm. He assumes he assumes he's not invited to things. He assumes everyone thinks he's a nerd. He assumes that he's not good enough to be able to prove himself to the people around him. But he's surrounded by all these people that are excited to see or are at least one (laughs) the important one (laughs) we see all these people that care enough to come in and check to see that he's well and that he's okay after everything that's happened uh Mm -hmm. and then yeah so then we also get the fun little uh uh, time lapse of what happened to everybody else because we had a lot of like you don't think about it but we had a lot of open-ended storylines come the end of this episode and you get to see them all kind of play out yeah, so well, to start off, the first one is the woodsman, mm-hmm. which I think this is what also we were thinking about how everyone that is that you interact with this world, the at least the main character, is uh, like in a coma or something like that, it is somehow like in some sort of state, kind of that, stuck in a sense. Yeah, because like it shows. And this is where everyone, it's like it shows that they're in different time periods and stuff. Because the woodsman is like in a frontier home. <laughs> like pretty much like mm-hmm. uh, in the woods. And then he kind of looks like he belongs in the village. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but like it, he pretty much, it shows like he, he wakes up. Like it, in the wiki here it says that looking depressed. But like I took it like he kind of woke up. And then his daughter is there, just like, yo. (laughs) Yeah, I took it as one of those anxious, like, you know, you're kind of nervous and waiting for news that you don't know which way it's going to turn. Mm-hmm. I'm also adjusting my mic. Um, Yeah, because, like, I don't know. His daughter could have been sick or something like that as well. Or something was going on. And it was just like, hey, hey, Brody. (laughs) <laughs> yeah she was like what you, you out here and he was like oh! kind of like you know one of those like you made it or you know i'm so happy to see you're doing okay kind of mm-hmm. things yeah it, it could have been like oh it could have been something as simple as they had a fight mm-hmm. they could have had a fight could have had a bad fever diarrhea that was a big thing back then yeah <laughs> No, no, is this because your niece? Yeah, I was gonna say, is this because your niece had exciting news to share with you? Yes. Okay, so I was telling Hopper earlier, my niece comes up to me uh, for the Easter dinner. I just dated the episode. Oh well. Um, and she comes up to me, and I only understood one word, but she's like, "Ananapu," 
it sounded like she said like pooper <laughs> and uh <laughs> and to where my brother comes up is like are you telling your uncle that you just pooped and she just looks like eh, and then runs away and i was like <laughs> hey it's i'll take the conversation <coughs> but um I just refreshed Twitter and uh well, yeah, I'll just share this with you. Okay. But uh um But yeah, so there is that. The next one I'll just go through this paragraph because it okay. kinda goes and we can just talk about each one. Um the next one is the fish and uh in the boat and, in the boat and then gets a uh, a um a turtle. And then we see uh, Auntie Whispers and Lorena that, it, according to the wiki, are living a better life. They look like they're in peace. <laughs> Not pieces. But peacefully. Mm-hmm. Full of peace. Yep. Yeah. So, like, it's all, so far, good endings. Um... <laughs> yeah and then it was the frog from all the volume frog land just like pops his head and he's like uh heck with this <laughs> goes back to bed <laughs> um <coughs> there's a picture of quincy and fred the horse mm-hmm. who's and quincy? the oh and quincy uh, endicott endicott and then um i think the lady's looking at the portrait like lovingly yes and she's like oh ain't that sweet <laughs> excuse me um and then oh and then apparently the there's figurines of Wirt, beatrice and greg and this Mm -hmm. frog included in the oh yeah and the uh, at the set in the colonial tavern wait there was i think i remember that but yeah i recall it i'm i'm drawing a blank I forget oh. who's putting the figures there, but it's like these little wooden figurines uh, in their images being put on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Like, I have a vague recollection of that, but I'm, I'm forgetting. <laughs> I'm forgetting that. Um, let's see. Yeah, so the next one. Jimmy Brown and Miss Langtree, they're going on, they're at the circus. With the circus the that he was working at to make money for them to get engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's like, I'm a customer. <laughs> Not, no longer getting stuck in his own uh, gorilla suits. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone else is at this point. <laughs> uh, and then we get, revisit Enoch, which according to this is revealed to be a black cat. Yeah, uh, the cat crawls out of the head. Yeah, which I saw that, and then, uh, but apparently this is the the black cat that is shown in the theme song of episode one. I would not have caught that on my own. Me neither, yeah. I didn't even know there was a cat in episode one. I'm not going to confuse Hulu by watching the series. (laughs) Actually, I probably could just bring it up on YouTube. Um... and then and then probably the most important thing uh or at least the most uh thing that has the most weight is we uh, see beatrice back with our family mm-hmm. and we find out dirt 
<laughs> it's a very cute interaction because uh, what is it uh, Beatrice and the dog which you pointed out it's the dog from episode one uh, mm-hmm. are hanging out staring out at the window and her mom says come eat your dirt and Beatrice acts like a regular teenager is like don't call it dirt she's like what are you gonna do turn us into bluebirds again and the whole <laughs> room laughs with her like a hundred siblings <laughs> yeah and it's just like oh okay oh okay it is so it's literally the second thing it there's a cat riding in a a wagon being towed by two turkeys <gasps> and the turkeys are from Pottsville Pottstown Pottsville yes <laughs> yes pot something <laughs> yeah pothead what huh what you call me <laughs> this is a kid show <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're, they're all peoples again, and all happy, and such. Um, oh yeah, and then the, and then the whole episode ends with Greg putting rock facts, rock back. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. So, my favorite part now is the trivia, which sometimes are not actually good trivia. Oh boy. Are you gonna tell <laughs> okay. me are you gonna warn me if it's good or bad or are you just gonna let me listen to it? The last one is Enoch is revealed to be a cat. Oh, well <laughs> they wrote which, that in the paragraph, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is one that I thought was interesting. There's a song called Potatus et Molasses. Mm-hmm. Which is very similar to Potatoes and Molasses. The reason why it's so similar is that it's the same song slowed down, but they play this song in episode 10 when Greg is found to be entangled by the Edelwood tree uh, as Wirt finds him. And as he goes up, it plays an extremely slowed down version of Potatoes and Molasses. That is a fun fact. Um... Okay, all these trivia things are garbage because it's like. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the woodsman's daughter is revealed to never be in the lantern. Okay, yeah, that's. That's okay. just what happened in the episode. Yeah, uh, the woodsman never knew the Edelwood trees were lost souls, which yeah. Happened in the episode. Um, <laughs> all right, music and sound effects in the episode seem to invoke a '60s slash '80s sitcom feel. That seems like someone's personal opinion, and I, I didn't get that vibe. I didn't watch a lot of those shows to begin with, but anyway, let's see. Uh, the scenes in the ambulance uh, and the hospital are the only ones that take place after episode one. In the continuity of the series, where Wirt and Greg's costumes change. Oh, okay. Uh, this is because while they're in the unknown, their physical state. Seems permanently linked to what they were while they were in the water. Which would kind of also go together with the coma theory. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, at the very end of the hospital scene, Greg shakes his frog, and Lorena's bell can still be heard oh, ringing. Oh, yes. I forgot to mention that, because I was like, is that frog's tummy glowing? <laughs> yeah, like, as I'm reading, I was like, it did glow. <laughs> uh, that means... Gr- uh, and then it's like this can mean that Greg's Greg and Ward's trip to the unknown was not a dream but real. 
I'll, and then so alternatively, it can mean that they're still in another imaginary world that oh, is when much they wake closer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to go back. <laughs> During the epilogue, the kitten student is missing from the class in the circus scene. Okay. That doesn't seem like a purposeful yeah, thing. Mm hmm. So. Um. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, the settlement where Wirt and Greg live look. It's very similar to Aberdale from Cartoon Network show Clarence. Might also be a coincidence. Because I feel like a lot of neighborhoods in, like, kid shows kind of, you know, like it's a similar format, whether intentional or not. I don't know what Clarence is. I've watched bits in Clarence because my, uh, my nephews are a fan of it. It's it it's just a Cartoon Network goofy show with like kids being kids. This character has a Minecraft Steve head. <laughs> Clarence. Oh, okay. Clarence, there we go. Oh, that's not who I thought Clarence was. Clarence uh hey, let's go look at the other one. Is Sumo Minecraft Steve? Nope, that's a... Uh, that's a Dark Souls enemy right there. <laughs> Let's see. Jeff? <clears throat> Jeff is literally Minecraft Steve. He has a very square <laughs> head, he does. Well, he's wearing the same colors. Oh, is he? I didn't connect that. <laughs> um, that's how they get everyone to watch it. Um, so, uh, how did you feel now re-watching this whole... Sh- whole show where where would this rank in in the shows like would you watch it again for fun oh yeah it's my show to watch every halloween (laughs) it's short and sweet and i think it has pretty much like the perfect fall vibe Mm -hmm. because it's not too scary it's got the right setting and it's um yeah it's just a really enjoyable watch in my opinion yeah it's got like that fantastical fall where it's just like because at least around here, it's like you got the you got those leaves falling, like you got the nice color, and then it's like well rain. It's like, <laughs> well, now I got soggy leaves, which they're not pleasant to have to deal with if you have to deal with your own leaves. Yeah, well, I am banned from dealing with leaves because the last couple times I either got poison ivy or bacterial infection bacterial infections by dealing well. with leaves. I. The joke in my church of me being super allergic to nature is a real and many evidenced, <laughs> has many evidences built into it. Um, oh, my cable got stuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just saying about the cops again. <laughs> hey, you, you two robbers, where you going? Ah, just kidding. You're under arrest. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> what are you kids doing in the in the the graveyard? Called? What are you doing in the graveyard? Ah, you're all arrested. Ah, just kidding. No, 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 go back here. <laughs> Stop running. Stop running. <laughs> that one's serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't jump over that. Don't climb. I'm being for real. I like how he just doesn't even get out. The car just magically just appears. I know he's able parts. to drive that through the graveyard without any like hindrance. Also, drives it all the way up to the wall. <laughs> yeah, which like at that point there's a road, 
but the whole when you enter there there's no road no it's just a walking path yeah you just just instant transmissions all over the place <laughs> Alrighty. but yes for anyone who is wondering if they should rewatch over the garden wall because they've already seen it i think it's still great on a rewatch because there's a lot of things you notice that you may have missed the first time or you get to get to just make fun connections Mm-hmm. throughout all of it that was literally this whole series <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so like the it, the way that it's written uh makes for the storytelling to really work with itself mm-hmm. in a cohesive way yeah and yeah i i think uh this would definitely be something fun to watch like um like i, I if my niece ever wanted to hang out with me when she got a little bit older i think this is still a a fun fun thing to watch with her like i'll probably end up watching it by myself i have a hard time re-watching things unless mm-hmm. there's a reason so <laughs> um but yeah you know the one question we didn't ask who do we relate to most the beast no because oh, uh. <laughs> i'm just a bunch of faces yeah, I imagined you making a meme like hashtag mood, and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just all the faces. The dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can talk with myself. Oh wait, I do already. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch, but it's like if i had to look at my own life and just kind of see everything going through the way that wart steps up to be the older brother and everything and everything he did and like just to look after greg is similar to certain areas in my life which is just like wow d-pain you're gonna choose Wirt at his best moment i was like well it's it's things that literally <laughs> connected with me and in, in real life mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not trying to pull the best thing. I did choose word actually. I think about it in one of the episodes. I don't remember which one. Look, ninety-five percent of the time I'm Greg. And then <laughs> <laughs> for that five percent, when I have to be, I'm Word. Very fair. Yeah, I'd say. Um... No, Word just really outshines this episode, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. is kind of his. It's it's his episode. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how you look at it and um it's you with lux <laughs> but we no can but get a I... cheese steak we don't have to leave the country <laughs> <laughs> well i want to get the cheese steak <laughs> <laughs> uh but no like i know i have said were a lot like in all of the episodes I, I, I think all but one were, yeah i mostly were and i I can't say I have specific examples about necessarily stepping up in such a capacity as Wirt did, but I also, I feel like if needed, then I could be that person for people. But I just can't say that I've personally been quote unquote tested, (laughs) I guess Mm -hmm. is the best way that I would think of uh, phrasing that. But everyone else though, it's kind of hard because this episode doesn't showcase a lot from everybody else. Yeah. Oh, it's like ending and like just the you know um where are they now kind of bits mm-hmm. yeah it's like we finished the the final parts and <coughs> excuse me and then uh 
yeah, from there it just was like, okay. Like, here's how everyone's doing. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. They're all changing for the better. Everyone's growing up so fast. <laughs> and now they're gone. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, him, uh, there's like a second season? I mean, there is the comic series you pointed yeah. out. But it's not like together. Oh, okay. Like I, I don't know. At least I didn't see one that was together. I also didn't do a big look through. But this is what it is. So yeah. So then, like we said in the beginning of the episode, our next episodes we're gonna try out the video format, and we're gonna start out with. We asked ourselves each episode who we're most like, and then we're going to actually take quizzes to see who we're most like. And uh, as always, when we take quizzes, we will share them with you. So that, and if you want to share things with us, twitter.com slash pointless disco. And if you like our content, review us on your favorite platforms and we'll shout you out. Do you uh, know what quizzes we're doing? I will find quizzes. Do you think I can't find quizzes? In, like, oh, no, we... I just wasn't sure if we were going to. <laughs> That wasn't what I was wondering. I was more <laughs> wondering if uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess. Well, actually, we have the no prep needed episodes where we have. All, actually, no, that's all D and D and Pathfinder related. <laughs> Don't we have quizzes on here somewhere? Oh yeah, right here, Quiz Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they were not over the garden wall. Oh, okay, quizzes. we're doing over-the-garden-wall-related ones. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's I why that. I kept repeating, we've said who we are in each episode. Yes. We'll take quizzes I, to find I out. I remember us, I remember literally having this conversation multiple times. <laughs> and now when it's on mic, I forgot. Good morning. Yeah, well, I gotta go <laughs> put together episode nine so it can be released tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, until next time you can really see us, you weirdos. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>